Previously on Not Another Nat One. I shouldn't need a license to help protect people. And I crawl out my window. I'll, I will be back. Don't, please don't worry. I am Dr. Sidus Sarkator. Uh, and at this archaeological site, if my conclusions and intuition are correct, we will we will be closer to understanding the world that we live in than we have quite possibly ever. Just as frustratedly and hurriedly as he came in, he very quickly leaves. Carla Connors. Oh, yeah, sorry. And you're a bugbear. Yeah. And I'm a halfling. I'm just I'm just naming things out that are obvious. You are. Yeah. You are, yeah. I want to peek around the corner to see about how much space is in between where I am and where the office is. I failed this mission. Is uh is the boss in? Um Ophir sent me down here. Said you might have some work for me. Barry sees his old pal Finn running with this ball towards the goal and uh, just shouts out, Oh, you think you got this one? Yeah, I was doing hand motions, buddy. I was giving you the middle finger. You open it up and it says, Urgent assignment, come to home base as soon as you are able. If it's urgent, I'm going to be sent out pretty quick. I look over at Click, seeing this duo coming down. It's like, now please tell me this isn't who we actually have to be dealing with and babysitting this whole time. What's up, everybody? And welcome to Not Another Nat One. We're an actual play D&D podcast where we roll some dice and pray they play nice. I'm your boy. (laughs) I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. It's here. It's here. Episode two. It's your boy, Alex Smith. I'm playing uh, Dr. Sidus Sarkator. He's socially awkward, vertically stunted, and too smart uh, for his own britches. And I am Chase Ezel. I'm not your boy. I am your dad's friend. And my, how you've grown. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, oh I, don't, I don't love how creepy that is. <laughs> no, this is my thing now. So we're going through it. I have a list in front of me of about 20 of those. So buckle oh, up, no. boys. <laughs> um, but I am playing Barry the Straight Shooting, Rootin' Tootin', Drake Warden, Dragonborn Ranger. Bingo. And uh, yeah, he's approximately how many times are we going to hear that phrase? Every single Every time. Every single time. That is my intro <laughs> line until Barry is no longer a part of this. How many times did it take you to get it? Honestly, just a couple. Wow. It popped awesome. in my brain. And Jeez. I'm Jeez. just that good. It's $20 PayPal if you kill Barry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, my name is Andrew. I'm playing Carla Connis or Carl. Uh, the barbarian bugbear who is anxiously looking forward to his first time adventuring out on his own uh, in over three years now. And I'm Sam. I play Clickbait, the Verdan Warlock. And right now, Click is agitated and ready to find this professor and get Mm -hmm. this mission over with. 
Hi, I'm Keith. I'll be your DM for this. Glad we got all our characters together. I know that was a lot more structured than what we're used to, but ready to get into some real play 5e gameplay. Yeah. Y'all ready to play some D&D? Let's go. Let's Let's do it. The characters find themselves in Vesthelm, the frozen city. From the great walls that guard its borders, uh, we swoop down into the city, uh, covered in snow and frost, uh, all the way to the dock, where a dragonborn and a goblin meet a halfling and a bugbear uh, at the end of a gangplank. Well, welcome, strangers. Are you the professor we're waiting on? Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Wait. Waiting on me. Yeah, I was given a sheet of paper said to come out here. It was urgent. And this fellow right here said that uh, there's an important professor coming to town. And we were supposed to meet you here at the docks. How in the world did you know that? I don't... Hi, I uh, professor. I can, I, I can clear this up. My name is Click. Mm. And we would like to sponsor your expedition my expedition you say yes um again i ask um how do you know about it did you have a beneficiary in the auditorium man i my boss just came up to me said hey go to this guy give him some money for his expedition and follow him around and my boss told me that his boss reached out to hire uh, I'm one of the scouts goes out into the mist and I reckon I'm supposed to be your guide and protector I suppose but you got this big hairy fella protecting you what you up to big dude it's really it's really cold it is really cold yeah I mean, how rude of me my name is Barry um well this is this is interesting I I didn't realize that I had beneficiaries that your reputation were, precedes you I, I'm I'm flabbergasted at this. You knew me. Somehow you know me. I Somehow you do. This well, is incredible. I, I, I don't I'm know famous. Well, wow. uh, I, I don't properly know you. I just know you're a professor and I was sent here to pick you up. Now, it's pretty chilly out here and it's getting dark. So how about you say we, uh, my buddy owns a bar. We can go get a hot meal, sit by the fire and make our proper introductions there. This is Dragon's Breath. Real good spot. Barry? I'm Barry. That's you, right? Yeah, that's me. My buddy's bar. We can go on out there and have a drink and a hot meal. You look like you could probably warm up a bit by the fire. You ain't got no coat. I do not. Uh-uh. I don't. Oh, here, take this. And I, I pick up Josh from my shoulder and, like, oh, r- drape goodness. it around him because he is, oh. when I manifested him, he is a fire drake. So he just emanates this bit of warmth, and I've draped him over uh, the side of his shoulders. So you have a flying space eater. Oh, he can't fly yet. That that's incredible. Yeah, Sidus is he was cold, freezing, but I think he gets freaked out for a little bit because he's got this <laughs> lizard on him. But then he's good. At that, that whenever that happens, you see a momentary break from from Carl's tough guy persona uh and you see you see like 
childish excitement about about <laughs> this really fucking cool pet and, and he just like oh, oh and, and like walks up to him and is like very gently with his big old claw paw uh like reach out to pet him like oh he's friendly go his, right ahead what's it what's his name oh my drake's name it's josh josh oh, oh wow oh. I, for, some, for some reason, I hate that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, let's stop shivering. Uh, Josh has only got enough heat for one. So uh, if, y'all, if we're, y'all are fine with that, let's just follow me on down to the bar. I'll get my buddy Finn and Amron to whip you up something nice and uh, get you sat down by a fire. Yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds perfect. And Click, you and I can talk more about what your boss wants and see if we can come to some sort of arrangement by the end of the night with all of us and kind of discuss the expedition outside because that's that's why we're here. We plan to go to a historical site uh, outside of Vestel. Great. Well, Doc, let's let's get going. You can tell us all about it in the in the warm. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's go. And I start walking off and just say, "All right, y'all, follow me." Uh, Barry, you lead your new party back to the Dragon's Breath. Uh, it's now uh, probably like seven. Um, the sun is setting. Uh, the bar is beginning to, you know, collect as usual patrons. Um, but there is an open table uh, by the fire that you can kind of lead people to. Yeah, as I, I walk in and I uh, holler out to uh, Amron, who's behind the bar, Hey, uh, Amber, we got some guests here from out of town. Let's, uh, you got any more of that stew that was on the menu tonight? I, I always do, keeping it warm. All right, well, let's, uh, get four of those and a few ales as well to match. Uh, oh, y'all like ale? We got some, I think there's some wine in the back too, if that's more your speed. Yeah, I would, I would prefer some wine, please. All right, one wine, ale. Uh, you got anything stronger than that? Uh, yeah, let's bring out that rum from the back too, yeah. How about you, big fella? I would, <clears throat> I would love some, <clears throat> some rum. All right, so uh, Amron, let's uh, make it three rums and a wine, four things of that stew, and uh, we're gonna go pop squat over here. And I uh, motion to a table for the rest of them and linger for a second by the door, where we've uh, set up a little memorial shrine to all that were lost in my old village. Uh, just a quick second, like he kind of touches a little pin that he's got, touches the mantle. And goes to the table. Hey, Keith. Um, I Click would like to do some sort of check to see. He wants to see if there's like any intimidating figures in this bar. Uh, sure. Give me a perception check. Uh, that's an 11. Uh, this is a pretty rough and tumble bar. Uh, there's a lot of large dragonborns in here. So there's. Uh, intimidating people are not really in short supply here. Okay. You see a big fucking bugbear. <laughs> <laughs> well, say so it's mostly dragonborn. They are still very welcoming, and like so, there's little groups of varying species chilling out and drinking, all shapes and sizes. But m- yeah, mostly big old dragonborns. Yeah, uh, Cytus. As you sit down, he kind of pulls the chair and he kind of pats you on the shoulder and he says, um, friend, listen, um, 
I do not have a coat. And I know that I'm going to be really cold tomorrow when we go out. Can you uh, secure me one? Uh, yeah, we can, uh, we can handle that. That, uh, would, that would be very, very good. Because your little lizard friend, I do like him. Oh yeah, it doesn't be it doesn't be a warm coat. And uh Keith, is, did that uh that courier from last time hang around for a drink? Um uh g- give me a D twenty roll. Alrighty, do the big one. Uh twelve. Um he uh left a little while ago. Or not he left pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh stuff oh. to do. <laughs> hey, well no worries, buddy. We can uh, swing on by the the uh the surplus. We got a few jackets over there. And nothing I have is gonna fit you. No, I I get that. Uh, yeah, I it looks like you're wearing not just your daddy, but your big daddy's coat. Uh, but we'll uh we'll get you a jacket. But it'll be nice and toasty here tonight. Awesome, thanks, buddy. Uh, and, sure thing, pal. I never actually caught your name, Professor. I am Doctor Sericator. Doctor Sericator. Okay, how about you, big fella? My 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 name is Carl. All right, Carl. Nice to meet you. Y'all know my uh, brand new associate click over here. Howdy, everybody. I am rubbing off on you already. Yep. So, click, listen. Um, do you guys kind of want to hear the spiel? I, Because I'm assuming that you have not, not really heard the spiel yet. Uh, I have a general idea. I know what I'm supposed to talk to you about. Gotcha. Awesome. So we need to talk about that. And Carl, you kind of have said that you'd follow me and I'd help you and I'd pay you eventually, right? Yeah. So you probably want to know what we're about to do. That would be ideal. Yeah. And you're the protector. Big bodyguard with the big gun. Yeah, I mean, I can read behind much for all the smart stuff, so I'll, uh, I'll make sure you're safe and sound, but I would like to know where we're going and what for. Okay, well, sweet. And he uses Mage Hand, and it's invisible and all that stuff, so it looks like just telekinetic stuff. He snaps his fingers, and a quill just shows up, and a big tome plops on the table. Uh, And he kind of starts pointing at a map that is in this book. Uh, But... It is not a, a contemporary map of Vesthelm. Uh, and he's got this map on the table. Kind of the, the still the outline is there, but off in the distance where there now is mist, there's an X. And he points with the quill. He says, um, this X outside of this city wall, that's where we're going. I don't know how to get there. That's what y'all are here for. Yeah, yeah Bear's going to reach over and like just kind of try and pull the book towards him take a closer look uh, where the hell did you find this half these places don't even exist I ain't heard of most of these um so this book uh, is from a previous expedition uh, I'm from uh, Alina and uh, we sent a search team out uh, to this castle and we found this book and we believe that something about this book has led us here, and we want to we want to investigate that. All right. Well, I'm gonna get myself a more up to date map, and we'll try and. Uh, oh, is this n- okay? Uh, this is ancient. Like oh. we could guesstimate our way oh. there, but I want to take a look at 
one of the more current scout maps that we have, try and figure out based on some of these more permanent landmarks and see if we can't find our way out there. Yeah, Sidus is visibly like shocked that the map is not not current. Not current. That his textbook yep. retrieved from an expedition from an archaeological <laughs> dig is not current. He he that just <laughs> that didn't click to him. Well, Keith, I would assume that like as part of the scouting corps, like Barry might just have a map. Oh, yeah, you for sure. Uh, you when you retrieved your gear from the uh, barracks um, in your kit would be for sure a map. Kind of like as you pull out this map to work on it, uh, Amarim shows up with a big old tray of stew and uh, three shots of rum and uh, one glass of uh, wine. Uh, thank you kindly, Amarin. Actually, you know, I'm going to go ahead and have one of the males, too. Come right up. And these, these fellas are my guests, so just throw it on my tab. I'll sort it out with Finn later. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Much obliged. Wow, thank you. Uh, he'd like get nods at you and uh, kind of goes back to work. It's a pretty busy day. All right. Uh, yeah, I just start pouring over the map and eating stew. Click uh, grabs the shot and kind of stands on the bench. He puts his hand up. Oh, uh, well, here's to uh, a blossoming friendship. He lifts the glass up and clinks it with you guys. You're here. Wow. Yeah, Barry throws it back. <laughs> um, what, is, what does Carl do? I mean, he for sure throws it back. <laughs> Whether it stays down is the question. <laughs> yeah. can, can we get a constitution yeah, for trail? sure. Need the, the constitution saving throw. Oh! He's a child. <laughs> He's a kid. Oh, no. I have a plus four to constitution. That was still a seven. Oh, oh no. no. Uh, it was, it's above a five. Uh, so, like, uh, the U2... Uh, Click and bear you guys throw yours back like it just like guys that normal burn as it goes down your throat and like slam it down. Uh, Carl, you throw yours back and you like feel all the moisture in your throat mm-hmm. like dry up instantly and you like take a breath and you like you inhale some of uh, <laughs> uh just a little bit and it just burns <laughs> a little stronger than you used to, ain't it, there, pal? <laughs> nope, I do it all the time. You, you sure you're okay? <clears throat> yes. That, Carl, it's totally fine. I, that's why I can't drink rum either. Uh, how about y'all do another one with me? It'll warm you up. I'll do another one. Hey, uh, Carl, I'll take, you know what? I'll, yeah, I'll take one too. Hey, Amber, one more round of rum for the table. Uh, he like, coming right up. And, uh, after she says that, uh, Click pulls out like a note from his beneficiary and like lays it on the table. He says, "Uh, okay, so, uh, doctor, here's what we're gonna do." He okay. pulls out the the gold pouch and puts it in the middle of the table. Uh, this is what uh, we like to call um a trial period, if you will. We want to give you a little seed money. There's a hundred gold in this bag, and I would like to follow you around for at least the first part of your 
expedition to see if it's something uh, worth pursuing further, both financially and, well, uh, let's just say my organization could be helpful in other ways, too. What is the name of your organization? Does it really matter? (laughs) You're right. It doesn't. Well, hold on. I reckon we'd probably be spending a lot of time together the coming days, and I'd like to kind of know who I'm working with. I'd rather just get there. At this point, like, it's that, it's, it's that level. I think that we, I'm okay with not knowing. I'm Click. He's the doctor. He's Carl. (laughs) You're Barry. That's all we need to know. For now. Wait a second. I'm connecting some dots here. Oh, yeah? How long have you been in the city? Uh, five, six years now. I reckon about five or six years ago, I was out in the mist doing a hunt and rescue. I came across a group of Verdan, actually. He wouldn't happen to be part of them, would you? Uh, I mean, I don't, don't know of any other Verdan in the city, so yeah, it must have it must have been us. Oh, ain't that something? All right. Yeah, I know this guy's Ken. He's pretty... They're good folk. I don't know this fella personally. But, uh... Yeah, all right. We're good for now. That's all we need to know. Because... So do you have... um? Can you tell where this is based on a contemporary map? Uh, can I? Is it- uh, yeah, give me a survival check uh, while you're kind of comparing the maps, making some calculations. Uh, Amram comes back and drops off uh, some more uh, four shots of rum for you guys and an ale for uh, Barry. All right. Uh, and that's a 19 on survival check. Solid. Yeah, you can uh, you can just transcribe this uh, uh, from his map, older map, to your newer map and get a pretty solid idea of where you're trying to go. All right, fellas. Yeah, I got a pretty good idea where we're going. So uh, uh, here's to a hopefully fruitful and successful venture for all four of us. Maybe we get out safely, return safely, and uh, I guess for those more profit inclined, uh, get your pretty penny while we're at it. Cheers. As, as you're saying that, before you raise the glass, Carl just like mutters to himself, "You're a big man. You're a big man." Hey, here, here, here. Yes. Can I do an insight check to see if I heard that? Uh, give me. Well, how about this? We'll let you uh, take your shot, and you'll you can see if he's like how he's handling this. Okay. While he's rolling that, uh, when he copies down in his map where we're going, I use the magical quill to just change the old map to the updated map. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. What? What? I, I've, did Did you roll your con save, Carl? Dirty twenty. Dirty nice. Nice. He did it. Uh, yeah, that, he's that, a big man. You kind of you kind of watched what they were doing and how they did it, and you like managed to keep it down the whole way. Like it, it, it kind of feels nice now that you know what you're going for. Yeah, Carl is so proud of himself right now. Click. You would like watching the giant man choke on a rum was weird. So you kind of keep an eye on him this time, but he seems to be handling it well now. Yeah, I wasn't going to get fucking in anything. I rolled a fucking nat one. Oh my yes! god. Yes! First one. <laughs> yes. First, First one, one of the podcast. Nice. And I'm trying to see if the bugbear is acting weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. This is the 
the chillest bugbear you've ever met. Uh, uh, and Keith, for uh, just for reference, what size city is this? Uh, it's like medium sized. It's uh, I'm not good with populations, but yeah, uh, thousands uh, of people. Uh, yeah, more than thousands. But okay. yeah, it's a, it's a it would be considered like a mid sized city, probably like you know. Uh, at least 50k like like a wow okay. how big how big is alina alina uh, would be like one of the largest cities uh probably like half a million wow okay okay so it's a lot bigger okay cool but yeah uh the map is transcribed uh your party has kind of uh had some drinks uh Sidus, how did you take your rum shot i did do i need to roll uh yeah you're that's not on your first one if you wanted to take more like you can I'm, a, I'm only going to take one because okay, I know a, what it'll do to He's me. a grown man. He can yeah. he can take a shot. Yeah, I'm just going to take that one. I'll be good. Sip on my wine, the rest of it. Uh, and I think that just over the course of our talk in this evening in, in this bar, Sidus kind of explains to you guys what he explained to uh, the auditorium. Like the he found the book, all that stuff, interviewed the people. This is where we're going. This is why we're going. Uh, there's some, there's something right here, some sort of ancient historical thing that hasn't been discovered, and we're gonna go find it. When, uh, when Click's listening to this, Keith, is there anything that like he would might put two and two together, like based on what he knows from working with Libra? Um, uh, what are you trying to put together? That I would assume Libra would know about Gungridge Castle. Uh, Libra might, but uh, give me a give me a history check. <laughs> That's a nat twenty. What? <laughs> oh, oh, wow! Back from oh. one to twenty. Jesus. Uh, yeah, you uh, you you do read reports like it's important to stay like uh current with what's going on in places and you actually do like you read a very specific article about uh Gungrig Castle uh, expedition how seven people died um and not much was retrieved uh you also know that Sidus was the one who kind of uh planned the expedition um you know everything that Sam knows about it okay. basically okay great so you know that it was kind of a catastrophe but we did find something like there we found that book there's something came out of it hey uh hey doc uh yes what'd you guys find from that castle interesting that you would ask that um and well let me well let me ask it a different way was the information you got worth seven people dying over? Um. Yes. And he, the map book that he's been writing in, he shuts it. And he kind of pushes the tome to you. And he just points at it. He says, this is, this is what, this is what we found. Uh, and in this tome, there are, there are answers that, the questions that we've had for as long as any of us can remember and nobody fucking believes me about it but um, it's here and y'all are 
either going to follow me into it or I'm going by my fucking self. Like, I'll follow. Just one thing. I will not hesitate to leave if we are in a bad situation. I get that. And I wouldn't stop you. I would not stop you. If this if this kills me, it kills me. Like, I don't... This is it. Now, Professor, I'm uh, kind of bound by an oath I took to the city to do what they say, and they say to protect you. So when you're making decisions that might get you killed, just uh, keep in mind that it's not just your life you're gambling with. It is mine, and my family's already lost enough as it is. <laughs> we won't keep that into consideration, because I don't want to lose any more people over this. But if it's what I think it is... Um, we'll be okay. While they're chatting, I want to I want to grab the gold bag and I want to give it to I want to give it to Carl. <laughs> I take it. You uh, you look like it would be best to give you the money. Yeah, he did get he did get his purse stolen like yesterday. So yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah, he has that tourist look about him. <laughs> he definitely yeah. does. Yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, nice. I put it in a, a pocket. Has Carl seen a hundred gold? <laughs> Not that has been handed to him. He's seen it like in the place that he works, like his boss has handled that money before, but not, I don't think it's personally come through his hands. Okay. Yeah, uh, but he, he's definitely, he, he pockets it in his he, like, before this happened, he just remembered that he's, like, here on a mission, that he's here to, like, protect somebody. So, like, after taking two drinks, he's like, oh, oh shit. And, he, like, starts to scan the room a little bit, like, for threats and is like, I'm, I have a job. <laughs> uh, uh, buddy, this is a safe area. I mean, uh, we I've seen my fair share of dive bars. Shit don't go down here because you uh, see that big fella right over there and I point to Finn who is most likely completely blazed right now. <laughs> it's a, uh, he's the owner and proprietor of this bar. He uh, he does not take shit. So uh, y'all can rest easy here tonight and get you some sleep, uh, sleep off the shots. Uh, I would not mind going to bed. That would uh, be nice. All right, I'll... Uh, uh, I, I know this place pretty well. I'll show y'all to y'all's rooms upstairs. I'll sort it out with Finn later. We're good buddies, and uh, I'm going to leave y'all to it. I live just down the block, uh, and I'll get you a coat tomorrow morning. Thank you for trusting me with this, and we might do great things tomorrow. Well, here's hoping. To hoping, yeah. Right, I guess I'll uh, uh, get up uh, and... Like shout over to Amber and like, I'm gonna show him upstairs. Uh, we need uh, three rooms for these fellas. Uh, yeah, just uh, just show them to uh, any of the open rooms. Uh, looks like we only have uh, one room that probably should be available for tonight, though. Well, I mean, uh, click. You got your own place here, I assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh it's a, it's not that far. I can just go back home. All right, and uh, if y'all two want to share a room, you can. I got a little bit of extra space. I got a couch where y'all sleep on. We can share a room. Yeah. Yeah, we'll share a room. I don't want to leave him alone. All right, so we'll uh, 
Me back here at dawn. That sound good? Works for me. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. All right. And now let me tell you, Amber makes some mean scrambled eggs. I look forward to it. Yeah. I uh, I don't like eggs, but thank you anyway. <laughs> You'd like these, but it's up to your it's your own prerogative, good buddy. But alrighty, well, night night, sleep tight, and I'll see y'all bright and early in the morning. Good night. You guys uh, go to your respective homes and. Uh, Carl and Sidus, you guys go upstairs. There's uh, two beds. Um, uh, Carl, your your feet hang off a reasonable amount, <laughs> um, but it's a, it's still pretty comfortable. Uh, get a full night's sleep. Uh, wake up early in the morning. Uh, uh, Barry, you want to before you kind of pop in to go buy Sidus a coat. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to swing by like the uh, the barracks, see if there's an extra a spare coat in Hobbit size. Uh, and probably on the way, swing by, say hi to Mama and Sister, give them a quick kiss goodbye, and uh, maybe even swing by Fence Blacksmith, just restock on arrows, but we don't have to do all those scenes. I got you. <laughs> um, for sure. Uh, you pick up uh, bright and early, go to the barracks. They're, they do have uh, spare coats. You get one for uh, Carl just because they there are some large people who work for the wall guard. Um, so you can kind of keep everybody warm who didn't come completely prepared and meet at, back at the bar. Uh, click you, I assume went back to your abode. Uh, are you going to make your way back to the bar early in the morning? Uh, yeah, I think he goes, I think he shows up a little early just to do what he normally does. Just case the place just to see if there's any suspicious activity or anything like that. Nice. Uh, give me a perception check. Uh, 20, 21. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, seems like you don't see anyone that's like stalking it or no one that seems suspicious. It looks like you kind of got the place to yourself. Okay, I want to go take a uh, one of the corner tables. Awesome. Uh, Carl and... Sidus, uh, you guys wake up. It's uh, Sidus, I assume you wake up very early. But Absolutely. Like yep. crack of dawn. Yep. Uh, but you, Sidus, you wake up first in uh, this strange place. You did it. You you went out on your own. You stuck it to the man. Like this is the most rebellious act <laughs> that you have ever done by multitudes. Uh, and you're now waking up with that decision. Yeah, I, I think he stays in bed maybe a little bit longer than normal. Maybe like 30 minutes after he actually wakes up. He just lays completely still in fear because he does not, he's never done this before. He's never, he's gone outside of the college, but 90% of his time is spent in that college. So this is more than he's used to, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, Carl, you wake up, you know, a little bit after um, you need your, your your growing sleep, um, but you do like you. It's it's exciting. You're in a new place. Like you're doing what you said you would do. You're you're helping people you set out. Like what what do you do when you wake up? I was thinking last night, and since I woke up this morning, I've just been thinking about what 
Click said about leaving at the first sign of trouble. Um, as someone who is fiercely protective, that really was put a bad taste in my mouth. Um, so I, I think I, I wake up. And I've, I've been laying there with my eyes open for a while. I say, Silas, are you awake? Um, yes, Carl, I am. Or, well, yes, you are awake, aren't you? No. <laughs> I'm scared. Are you? I'm not scared, but I was just thinking about Click. Hmm. I, you already told them what we're here for. You already gave them. They're paying us. That's what, that's his job. Yeah, yeah, but he's just, watch your back with him. I'll watch your back. That's what I'm here for. But anybody who says that they would run at the first sign of trouble, it's not somebody you need to put your confidence in. You... It's crazy that I met you, somebody that's so wise and so mature. <laughs> somebody that that thinks on a level that I devote so much time to other things that you have mastered the art of thinking ahead. I think behind. That's my job. It's crazy how that works. And I'm so glad that I met somebody that's so wise and has done this countless times. I've done a lot in my life. I, I, this is, oh, this is incredible. I'm so thankful that this is happening. And Sidus kind of sits up in the bed, a little bit more confident. And I, I will say, I was. It, I, I, it occurred to me after last night that is, what's done is done. Uh, I, I don't think anything bad will come of it right away, but maybe don't give every detail to every person that asks. I get. I I do get that, but <laughs> I did ask a lot of people for money to do this. That's true, and. Whoever his boss is heard my plea to get paid for this, and here that is. So this is like a business transaction. Yeah, but like you can have a business transaction with the mob boss. I did not even consider that. Hmm. I I don't I don't know. It's just you know. It is Just something, about yeah, it. it's something to keep in the back of the mind. Yeah, I, you're wise, Carl. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. But I'll, I'll, I'll beat him up if anything bad happens. Well, that <laughs> was not what I was expecting you to say. Wow. Okay. Was, uh, what, I'm not, you like your advisor. There's, I'm the muscle. I am understanding this now. I yeah. am, that is, Okay, gotcha. If I say something small, it's it's the exception to the rule. I okay, that has been clocked. I gotcha. I would think about this time Barry makes his way up and knocks on the door. <laughs> and also, real quick, 
clarification, since I am playing a dude with a thick southern accent and said I kissed mom and sister goodbye on the forehead. <laughs> oh, oh my no. God. <laughs> This ain't some weird shit. This is hug, <laughs> kiss on the forehead. I'm gonna be out for a little while. Y'all stay safe. But, roll tide, roll tide, baby. You don't have to remind people that we're from Alabama. Sometimes, <laughs> but yeah, I, I walk up and knock on the door and just say, "Hey, fellas, y'all awake in there? Breakfast is cooking, and there is hot coffee ready to go." You, you sent coffee? Oh yeah, we got plenty of it. Yeah, Zaydas. Uh, gets dressed as quick as possible to go downstairs for the coffee. I'll meet y'all down there. You get dressed, uh, get all your things. I don't think y'all be coming back up here before we head out. Yep. Nope. We probably will not. Alrighty. I'll see y'all downstairs. And I, I go back down and I assume I see Click sitting in the corner booth. Yeah, Click's ordered uh, like a fruit salad situation and some some toast. He doesn't usually doesn't usually eat meat for breakfast, and I imagine he like waves y'all down and continues to eat while y'all walk over. Yeah, I, I'm grabbing a plate of bacon and eggs and sausage and some grits that I'm sure uh, I asked Amron to make before I went upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I grab whatever food is put in my face and all the coffee that you'll let me have. Well, I'm not controlling the coffee now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if there's Somebody asking for to take orders, then Carl gets whatever meat is on the menu, like a good teenage boy, and just <laughs> he all the eggs, bacon, sausage, whatever they got, he's putting he's putting it away and asking for more. Carl orders the uh, the kids pancake from IHOP. It's like the chocolate <laughs> Mickey Mouse one with no, the no, no. the all star special. Yeah, he gets he gets the grand slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, Amram just heaps you up with like more food than you can eat and all of it is just grease and salt and (laughs) you know the perfect breakfast meal to put you right back to bed wonderful perfect it's perfect for a 15 year old Um, but you guys kind of collect your assortments of food and go back to a clicks corner booth all right hope y'all enjoying the breakfast i did uh, manage to find you some coats uh i try this one on for size and i got one for you too big fella a little bit hard to find but they have one in the back i appreciate it it'll go nice on top of the natural coat i'm about to say it'll be it'll be warm as can be out out in the 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 cold won't even notice and i i assume that barry did me right and the coat fits uh yeah yeah he's uh he sized you up pretty well like it seems to fit just right clutch um, all right. Well, y'all finish up breakfast. Uh, we gotta get on the road here soon. Is there anything uh, y'all need to finish up before we leave town? Because it'll, I assume, be at least a little while before we get back. No, I, I'm ready to go whenever we get done eating. I mean, click. Does your uh, your boss need anything? Uh, no, I'm good. No? Click's good. All right. Well, yeah, we'll check in at the gate as we leave, and uh, that just. You know, lets the the scout corps know what we're doing, know where we're heading, and when we should be back. As we finish our breakfast and head out, as we're walking down the street, I make conversation with you. Of have you ever been to this uh, this spot that we're headed to? Uh, not to these exact this exact location. I've been around a bit, but that's a little bit further out than I typically go in a normal day. So. Uh, 
excursions out like this are a little bit more uh, far, few and far between, but... You ever heard of anything weird happening in the area? Heath, have I heard of anything weird in that area? Uh, weird things happen all over the Mistlands, so... What is weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... You're, you're a veteran, though, so yeah. you're like, you've seen some weird shit. Well, uh, big fella, there's there's always something weird going on, but I've been around the block a time or two. So, uh, uh, yeah, you've been out in the mist before? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, many times. All right, yeah, so we'll have a good old time hunting down some mist bees while we're out there. For sure. Oh, yeah. We'll uh, grill up some wolf steaks. It'll be tasty. Sidus doesn't have a crystal, does he? He does not. Okay. Um... Would Sidus... Sidus would know that he would need one, right? Uh, this expedition, uh, Barry uh, has been picked for this because he has a crystal. Uh, it's like um, 60, feet, 60 feet radius, so you just have to stay next to Barry. Gotcha. Uh, you don't need a personal crystal. Awesome. Uh, so I, I recognize... I, I think that now Sidus sees the gigantic the bow, bow and he... He looks at it and he says, "Um, Barry, your your bow. It's um, oh, it's pretty nice, ain't it?" I pull it out and kind of hold it out in front of me to kind of show it off. Now this here is a relic of days gone by. It's actually a family heirloom. Uh, the The technique to making them has been lost to the ages, but this one's been in my family for generations upon generations. Yeah, they. Somebody, some real smart fellow way back in the day, found a way to make our bows with protection crystals like woven throughout. Right now, there are only three that I know of that exist. The one I'm holding, my sister's got one, and Pa had one too, but that one's been lost. Do you mind if you lay it on the table and I copy the schematics of the bow? I mean, if you want to. Preservation. Yeah, Take. sure, you can make a sketch. Yeah, and so he snaps his fingers and his quill shows up and he opens up to a blank page in the book and just copies down some schematics of the bow. For He's never seen something like that and he wants he wants to keep record of it. It's pretty fucking sweet. Now, the gist of this is uh, it's it's still personal protection crystal, but we have got to, uh, y'all got to stay close to me. Um, yeah, so you guys have reached uh, the exit of the city. There's a giant gate. Uh, they recognized Barry and have kind of like begin the process of uh, lifting it up, waving you through. Um, Barry, uh, as preparations, as kind of like the scout lead, uh, you do have rations and uh, two tents uh, big enough to house all of you uh, and just in general the supplies you need um, that you've already collected. Um, but uh, as the gate opens and they wave you through, you guys exit the protection of the city's crystal um, uh, as you walk forward into the Mistlands. Uh, kind of emanating from Barry uh, is a, a bubble of protection that as you walk into the mist itself, uh, which, Sidus, I think this is the first time you've actually Absolutely. stepped. Yeah like fully enveloped in mist. And I've I've read about it my uh, my entire life. Like I've studied it but only in books. Like it's the first time he's ever been in it. Well, as you step forward um 
you walk far enough that the uh, bubble that Barry and uh, Carl are creating um, shards when they are within close proximity of each other they're rather than their bubbles kind of overlapping they compound creating a wider circle Um, but you can see uh, the mist itself Uh, it is this almost it's to the common eye it's almost just black but if you stare at it long enough there's like a tinge of purple to it it does not move in the same way that um, standard mist does like there is a wildness to the way that it moves uh, some type of like chaotic patterns like you can almost see it forming shapes but as soon as you almost begin to be able to track it and make something of it it just does something wonky that just throws your your mind and eyes off uh, it, it is disconcerting uh, the ground changes immediately um, where it's still ice covered but it's uh the snow is almost like wrong like it's uh it, it's still this whitish color although uh it's almost like in permanent low light as uh, the sun cannot pierce the mist perfectly uh you just as soon as you leave the massive protection crystal all of you just kind of like just get this sense of wrongness and peril like no one wants to be out here uh and Sidus, this is the first time you're taking taking it in um it was the yeah i think that he uh first off probably pulls out a scroll that he packed into his bags when he was frantically putting stuff in uh Partially because the whole reason he's out here is to study this mist. So I, I feel like he would have something on it. And he pulls it out and starts reading it uh, just to kind of refresh himself of what he's about to walk into. Just to kind of put him put his mind at ease and not actually look what's out in front of him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, give me a history check. Awesome. Um, let's see. Please be good. Yeah, that's a twenty-two. Oh, good. Uh, here for the for for the people listening. Uh, here's a short education on mist. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so, uh, mist is everywhere in the land of many names. Anywhere that there isn't specifically a protection crystal, uh, it's chaotic. It moves at random intervals. It's thick in places it should be thin. It's thin where it should be thick. Uh, doesn't make a lot of scientific sense. People who study it don't get very far. Uh, if you step into the mist when you are uh, unmisted, uh, it basically pings you to every misted being within a mile radius. Meaning, what, what does it mean to be misted? Uh, if you uh, live in the mist itself, uh, you do become misted. Uh, it is not too bad for humans. Uh, most There are misted cities of misted humans. It's just uh, living in the mist is living with the mist in you, basically. It uh, is attracted to living beings. When you say it's not too bad for humans, you mean like all humanoids or specifically humans? Uh, humanoids. Uh, sorry, humanoid creatures. Uh, most intelligent life, really. Um, if you do stay in the mist for a few days, you might become more impulsive. After a few weeks, you may go through growth spurts. Usually, misted people are taller, stronger, faster. Uh, 
and more impulsive. Uh, if a misted person enters a protected area, they become ill. Uh, it takes a while. You can stay in there for a day or two, but if you stay much longer than that, you will get flu-like symptoms uh, and have withdrawals. Uh, the biggest thing about it, though, is that if an unmisted person walks into the mist, you become a beacon for every spooky thing within a mile radius. Uh, if it's humanoid, probably fine. If it's not, mist affects beasts in a much more dramatic way than humans. They go crazy, uh, often mutating into horrible creatures or just in general becoming extremely violent. Now, I do have a question because Sidus has not been in the mist. Is his Barry's protection crystal protecting us from pinging off everything or have we pinged off everything? Uh, protection crystals protect you from that detection. Awesome. So Sweet. you guys, as long as everyone stays inside a protected area, you are as visible to them as you would be if you could see. Gotcha. Uh, last thing, which is that you guys have about a hundred feet of vision before everything kind of becomes more mist than terrain. Uh, misted people and creatures do not suffer from this. They see through mist the same way that you see through air. Um, so it does put you at a disadvantage. This place is dangerous. Uh, but yeah, uh, so you guys are headed out of the city. Uh, you got a Looks like, uh, Barry, you did a map check earlier. It looks like it's going to be about a two-day journey to where you're going. Um, so you guys got a long way to trek. Uh, Barry, give me a perception check. Alrighty. Um, uh, that is going to be a 14. Uh, 14. Um, you notice that like you've worked in the mist a lot. Uh, you notice that your protection area is significantly bigger than usual. Uh, fellas, hold on for a second. My bow does not protect us at this large of a range. Does somebody else have a crystal on them? I wish. Doctor? Yeah, I, I didn't even think to pack one. That, <laughs> I'm so, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, if it ain't either of you, uh... Carl, you wouldn't happen to have a crystal on you, would you? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's this little pocket watch looking doodad here. It's, <laughs> it was, uh, it was my dad's a long time ago. Well, butter my biscuit. We're extra protected. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a while since I've had to use it. I almost forgot about it. Well, I'm sure glad that you did because, uh, we got a little bit extra breathing room here. How how far out is it going to be? Uh, well, uh, would I know the exact like? Is it just double the diameter, Keith? No, no, no. I'm talking about like how far oh, away, okay. how far, <laughs> like how long are we going to be out? Um, uh, well, judging on this map here, I'd say it's about a two day trek. So we're gonna oh have my to. God. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to stop and make camp a couple times, so that extra protection is gonna come in handy. Did anybody bring any food? Oh, yeah, I got rations and tents for us. Now, we're going to have to double up, but we'll make do. Yeah, okay. This is this is going to work, guys. That's why I hire a professional. Okay. Glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Well, can't be the only big guy with these these fellas. Yeah, I, I just I, I just beat things up to try to beat him up. I don't, I, I don't do the survival stuff. And uh, with all due respect, Barry, I'm way more dangerous than you are. 
Oh, I don't doubt it. So, uh, so we got we got to cover some ground here. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get uh, Barry. You're leading the pack. Give us a survival check. Uh, if you and we're gonna need a stealth check, but let's see the survival. Click. You're just not gonna stop giving Carl reasons to watch you. <laughs> As a twelve survival. <laughs> Uh, you know where you're going. Uh, that's not high enough to give uh, advantage on the stealth rolls that are upcoming, though, uh, which everyone needs to make a group stealth check. You're just, uh, you, hopefully there's nothing in the way, but you need to be stealthy regardless. Uh-oh. I got a nat one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's all right. I got a nat 20. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go. Okay, okay. I got a nine. Total? It's up to you. It's up to you, Chase. It's a 19. Wow. Okay, nice. Uh, Well, 20s and 1s cancel out in my books, so we'll we'll say we got about an average of, you know, about a 15. (laughs) Mine was a total of 24. I love it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, uh, that's that that fits minus click being a little unlucky, but you're not like a scout. Like this is you're in unfamiliar terrain. Sidus, you're not doing super well. Like you're nope. breathing heavy. Yep. <laughs> you got like they gave you the lightest pack. Um, it's yeah, it's cold. Oh you're, my goodness gracious! <laughs> you're whining oh a little bit, goodness. just like that. Come oh. on, guys. Um, um, I I need a little bit more warmth. Um, can I have the little? What's his name again? Josh. Josh. Yes. Yeah. Can can Josh get get on my shoulders again, please? Oh, real quick, let me ask him. Hey, Josh, you cool uh, keeping our buddy's side this warm? Thank you for asking consent. No, he, that, ha- he has yeah. not answered yet. Oh, goodness. Uh, he says yes. Okay, thank God. <laughs> now pop him around, oh. side of his shoulders. Oh, that's... Okay. Mm. You, you gonna be all right, fella? Have, you've been out. You've definitely been out in the mist. Click, have you been out in the mist before? Uh, Yeah. I have. I so have. I'm literally the only one that hasn't. Did y'all trip out the same way that I am the first time you came in? Oh. oh. No, not. No. no. Oh I, my gosh. I, I, okay. I was kind of okay. raised going out into Ooh, the mist. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. it's just something I'm going to have to get through. Okay. I, I am curious, Click. You say you've been out of the mist very dangerous, and yet you're the, the money guy? Yeah. Uh, I. I'm just trying to learn what you're good at. What's the what's your deal? Yeah, what makes you so dangerous? Uh, you guys say that, and then like, click like pulls up his sleeves a little bit, and like, you can now see like these bright blue, glowing tattoos that even though you can't see them under his uh, under his clothes, you can tell that like his whole torso is just illuminating this bright blue. Oh my god, he's the Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Those are really cool tattoos, but why does that make you dangerous? Hold on. I appreciate you making the Avatar reference to someone who hasn't watched Avatar. <laughs> oh no, that no. makes it worse. <laughs> what did you ask? Is it, those are really cool tattoos, but why does it make you dangerous? I'll, uh, I'll show you. And so I want to like turn to our side and just fire off an eldritch blast into the into the forest. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I mean, yeah, you do it. You mean roll? No, like you're, you're not aiming at anything. 
I kind of want to go for a nat 20. <laughs> just yeah. See if he like kills sure. a missed wolf in the distance. I'm out secretly there. kind of hoping for a nat 1. Eh, it's a 5. <laughs> Plus 5. <laughs> so. Uh, okay. Yeah, you uh, you fire off uh, a bus blast. What does that What does that look like for click? Uh, so for click, it is um, imagine it's like a mixture of like dark blues and purples, and it's kind of all like swiveling together to where you could be looking at it from one angle and it's one color, and then a completely different color from a different angle. Awesome. Yeah, so you guys see this like blast of uh, multicolored energy uh, just fire out through the mist. Yeah, Sidus hits the ground. <laughs> he he hits the fetal position. I mean, he kind of puts his, you know, like the old tornado position that you do in school. Like he kind of gets in that position protecting his head. The one they used to teach kids that yep. would protect them from nukes. <laughs> <laughs> if he got up under a table. Yeah. I want to walk up and like pat click on the back saying, well, all right, you are more dangerous than I expected. I'm glad to know we got at least three fellas here who can uh, put down a beast if we need to. That was That was really cool, I say, as I like bend down and grab uh, side us by by like the back of his shirt and like to pick him up. <laughs> that was really cool, man. That was, that was awesome. Ah, okay, thank you for picking me up. Ah, my. Okay, that. Please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. I, oh, you're gonna be real glad that he can do that. Sometime. Yeah, I, well, eventually, yes, but n- not not like that. Not like that. Please, if. Where are we going now? Uh, we're just going to keep on moving. Oh, we got we to cover some ground before we make camp tonight. Does we don't it ever be... get thinner? Uh, no. Does well, it only get worse? Uh, likely. What the fuck? Okay. It's worse than I read. Hey, oh, okay. I, I'd say, honestly, you're in a pretty advantageous position. We have two protection crystals, three certified badasses, and uh, you're pretty smart, so... Uh, let's keep on moving. We got ground to cover. And we don't want to be traveling at night. Okay, okay. Uh, you guys keep trekking for a couple hours. Um, what? What is, is Sidus athletic at all? Like, is this? Uh, he has plus two to acrobatics. Like his dexterity isn't in the negatives, but yeah, you guys kind of have to. Uh, like Sidus is kind of the lightest packed of you, um, and you guys make it like a solid. A six-hour, like, straight march. Uh, You guys kind of, like, conversation dies down as you guys get into a rhythm of just, like, step after step. Um, Let's see if you guys are lucky. We're going to roll a a D100, make it the Mr. Dangerous, and every time you go out, bad stuff could happen. Uh, But not today. It looks like you guys have... Damn. Uh, <laughs> manage to avoid anything that is too spooky out here. I was hoping we get to meet the big bad <laughs> right, now. right now. On a zero one, you meet the BBG. <laughs> um, as we as we walk through, like whenever the snow snow drifts get too high, I just pick the professor up <laughs> and carry him over the snow drifts. <laughs> I, I appreciate I that. I attempt to do the same for Click. <laughs> <laughs> Click fights you every time. <laughs> but does he does he succumb to it though, or does he let him do it? No. <laughs> uh, all right. Yep. I'm pers- I will respect your uh, desire to wade through snow up to your nose. But if you want to lift, 
fully respectful. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Do they not have an HR department where you work? They do, but usually the shorter amongst us ask ask us to get their heads out at least. Okay. We, we work as a team typically, but uh, I respect your decision. Let's just keep on moving. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's a, it's cold. It's not easygoing. You can't see super well. Uh, this is an unsettling place, especially for those who aren't used to it. Uh, but uh, foot after foot with Barry leading, you guys manage to uh, f- clear a full like half day uh, mm. of travel. Um, Barry usually after like this is a. Uh, you guys got started pretty early, but the sun is going to begin to set after a certain period of time. Uh, you want to make sure you have a good camp. Um, give me a survival check. Alrighty. As the uh, sun sets, lo- set, starts to set and like the excitement has worn off for Carl and he starts to get a little concerned, <laughs> uh, he's as, as just as he walks... Uh, I, I want I, I want to cast an ability that I have, which is speak with animals <laughs> to talk to Josh. <laughs> and he's just—it's he, an at-will spell for him. It's a, oh it's a racial goodness. ability. That's awesome. Um, so he's just gonna like as as he walks and like starts to get freaked out, but he can't let any of these people know about it. So he's just gonna talk to Josh and be like, and like you know, just like you would talk to a pet, just like his. You've been here before, right? It's fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As you like first speak to it, like he's wrapped around Sidus's shoulder. Like he immediately just like he's like sleeping most of the time, just kind of like enjoying the the free ride. But as soon as you speak to him, he like his head perks up and he turns his head and like looks directly like into your eyes. <laughs> You're like, it's gonna be all right. And he's just like food. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, not right now. Tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and he like just goes back to sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for that survival check, I read through my character sheet. Episode one this time, not waiting until five. Um, and my natural explorer, my favored uh, terrain is Arctic, so double my proficiency bonus. Uh, so that takes it from a measly 11 to a measly 13. Uh, I mean that's not bad. Uh, this is uh, that's above a ten. Uh, you, it takes you a little while. Uh, you travel for another probably like two to four hours, uh, just like based up, up into the point where it's getting dark. You don't want to be in the mist with less visibility than you already have, and uh, you find a kind of snowdrift that's bent over. You dig it out enough to get like a tent set up that would keep it safe from the wind and out of like any path of predators or anything that you think would be there and uh, kind of get a campfire going and set up camp. And part of having the fire variant of my Drake companion is he is my fire starter. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to pick on you, Silas, but uh, give me a, give me an athletics check. I, I've been waiting for it. That's a seven minus one, six. Oh uh, <laughs> I'm not going to give you a physical point of exhaustion because that's mean, but you are like dying. Oh, like it I, was like yeah. your your quads are burning. Absolutely. Like you're like basically once he's like bears like this is camp. You just like 
fall collapse. face first yep. into the snow and just yep. like that's where you'll be. Yeah. I, after every it. time that I picked you up, you were like really sad when I put you down. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Yeah. Uh, and real quick, Keith, are you about are you ready to hate me for any exploration in this area of the world? Uh, yeah. No, I, 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 hey, I like high rolls. You're not gonna. Well, no, it's not that. It's just an innate ability has nothing to do with rolls. While traveling for an hour or more in chosen terrain, the Arctic, uh, difficult terrain doesn't slow us down. We cannot become lost except by magical means. Remain alert to danger even when we're engaged in another activity. Can move stealthily at a normal pace uh, while alone. So that's just me. Find twice as much food while foraging and while tracking creatures. You learn the exact number, sizes, and how long ago they passed through the area. That's a <laughs> wow. very nice, very nice trait. So I think that is one of the new optional class features that uh, I want to say Tasha has introduced for yeah, Ranger. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. This, the rest of this campaign is going to take place in the desert. <laughs> 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 Dramatic climate change is now a part of my lore. <laughs> Uh, but no, that's uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, you do find you you do have camp. You got a fire to kind of reset your morale. Uh, Sidus, you get out of the fetal position to kind of like wander over to the fire, yep. and uh, you guys start you know heating up some rations. How how much farther? Well, we traveled a day, and it's a two day journey, so I reckon we got about one more day. Oh my god! You okay. gonna be able to make it tomorrow? Um. Yeah, I'm, I think I'll be fine. Now, the fun bit is we don't know what waits for us at the end of tomorrow. We have camp at the end of the day where we can rest and relax and recuperate. That is... End of tomorrow, we might find something. Ugh, you're right. Um, and Sidus kind of starts eating his food and opens up his book, starts reading about where we're headed. Barry is going to sit by the fire, eat some rations, and... Uh, kind of beckon Josh over now that there's a fire going for it to keep Silas warm and just kind of pet him, sit in his lap and chill. And before the long rest, we'll also cast speak with animals just to tell him he's a good boy. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you tell him he's a good boy and he's just like, he like snuggles into your lap and you just kind of hear like a, like a friend. <laughs> That's Aww. right, buddy, friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, uh, it's, it, it's, it's spooky out here. It's nice to have a fire, though. And when it's dark, you almost can... When it's dark and you have this, like, uh, nearly 100-foot protection bubble, like, you can almost pretend like this is just, like, a normal place. Yeah. Uh, as you guys settle in, uh, uh, Barry, you're probably... You know that you need a watch set up, uh, so you guys need to pick a... Um, well, you don't have to. Yeah. You can choose to sleep and just let things wander into camp. Uh, I'm going to look to Click and uh, Carl and say, uh, I think we probably need to let Sidus sleep the night through if he's going to make it through tomorrow. You two cool with just the three of us taking shifts? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if he'd be much help anyways. Yeah, yeah Sidus is already snoring. Yeah, I think that uh, ship's done yeah, sailed. I'll, uh, I'll go first if y'all want. Fine by me. Uh, I'll... Do you want to take a second, Carl? I'll have the long day tomorrow. Yeah, sure. That's fine. All right. So, yeah, you just wake him up in a few hours, and when you get done, you wake me, and I'll be sure to have some coffee ready for you in the morning. Sounds good. Uh, well, as the sun is set, uh, I guess Click and Barry, you guys can share a tent. Um, Sidus and uh, Carl, you guys also share a tent. Uh, with Click taking the first watch. Um, 
about an hour into the watch. Uh, Click, could you give me a perception check? Um, Barry, give me one with disadvantage. Yes, sir. Uh, I got a 14 plus 4, 18. You got a 2 plus 5, 7. <laughs> okay, you are happily sleeping. Click, you you, you hear something uh, in the distance. You like uh, hear it on the kind of that, all, all, like the edge of your hearing, just like something that's just like barely in the range. But uh, at first, it doesn't like you kind of can be like it's the wind then it keeps going uh, and you recognize that there is a sound of a horn being blown but from somewhere far away towards the city is this I can only hear this uh, everyone else is asleep mm-hmm. okay would I recognize the horn uh, y- uh you Think it's uh, uh, you think it's being blown from inside the city. Uh, you don't specifically know what it means. Okay, uh, I'm gonna wake. I'm just gonna start waking everybody up. I- I'm gonna wake Barry up first before waking the other two up. Okay, uh, uh, so I'm guessing I don't get that long rest in that spell back. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, what's going on, Click? Uh, do you hear that? That horn that's going off right now. Do I hear it now that he's pointed it out? Um, give me, give me uh, another perception check. This one with advantage. Sweet. Uh, that's going to be a twelve plus five, seventeen. Um, yes, you uh, just get up. You like wake up groggily. Uh, clicks like, do you hear that? You like sh- stop and listen. And this is a very specific, like, uh, you you know, horns are kind of how the wall guard communicates with each other. Uh, Vesthelm is one of the more dangerous cities to live in, and that uh, Miss Beast will attack the walls directly. So they do have, like, series of horns and tunes and uh, ranges that give different signals. This is one that never happens. This is a uh, dire warning. All hands, man, stations, like SOS, get inside, bar the door. Like it's this is you have not heard this sound except in training. So from my training, I'm assuming I would know whether this means if you're outside the wall to rush back to the city, get in, or find somewhere to stay safe. Um, you know that this one means. Pretty much, like yes and no. Like you can, it can mean either. It means there's something that's so dangerous in the city that they want everyone to come back to help, but also it's so dangerous that it could that if you are a non-combatant outside of the wall, it's like it's probably safer out there than here. Wait, hold on, hold on a sec, click. I heard that one since training. Shit's going down. We gotta head back. All hands on deck. Anybody who can fight needs to get back to the city. Shit is happening. Wake everybody up. Pack up. We we leave. All right. Yeah. Click goes and wakes everybody up and starts packing, packing those things. And when Sidus gets up, he's takes him a second to recog- like realize what's going on, and he just stops for a second. He says, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. We're not, we're not continuing." You forward. hear that horn? Uh 
Yeah, way off in the distance. Yeah, that means we have to get back. Shit is happening. City needs protecting. I, any combatants that have that reside in the city need to get back. Now, you're gonna have to stay protected, Carl. You y'all can find somewhere to hunker down. You have a crystal. I got to go back and help. And click is your city too. We got to defend it. Our families are there. Yeah, I mean, I think it would probably be safer if we all went back. Oh yeah, I know it sucks. Yeah, we didn't get there, but like, and if I kept going, I probably wouldn't get paid from you for real. Probably not. So I got to follow you. Click. That's man. That sucks. But yeah, it, it's no. a two day journey. We'll pick it back well, up. Yeah. No. That. But if that there's makes sense. If there's something attacking the city, there's a good chance it'll come back out here sometime soon. Yeah. And, is there a good place to hide? Uh, the best place to hide is behind me. Um. Okay. I will. I will note that. Yeah. Side of swoons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I pick up my bag. I put uh, Josh around his shoulders and start walking back towards the city. Yeah. At brisk pace. Yeah. I think we all start rushing back. Yeah. You uh, quickly pack up your camp and head back towards the city. Uh, it's double time. Let's get some uh, athletic checks. Let's do an a-, a group athletic oh, check. Oh, no. Fuck. Natural 20! <laughs> Good, because I got a four minus one. Mm. Three. I got a six minus one. Oh, oh no. no. Not 20. Oh, oh my God. God. Hell yes. That's incredible. I have a, that's my best thing. I have a plus five. So oh, yeah, 25 total. That's Can it be inc- like the two big guys? So just, the two little guys yeah, just, just hoist us. down. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. I just say, click, get on my back. Don't argue. We're going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to carry me again? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that you could keep. I don't think I could either. No, it's just easier this way. Yeah. <laughs> with with double nat twenties, you guys make it. Um, you guys he- are heading back to town faster than you made it out in the dark. Hell yeah. So what? So what? What's what's happening? What are we? What are we? Expecting here. That is a great question. No, that's the scary part. I don't know. What? Yeah, uh, it could be anything. Yeah, this horn just means get back, protect the city. This is like the highest level of alert that we have. How often are you fighting things? How often is your city fighting? This is the first time I've heard this horn, but we have we we get attacked fairly often, actually. But By, by what? Miss Beast, uh, wait. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, uh, uh, there's a city nearby, uh, Misted City that they sometimes will attack, but. Oh, okay. Is it, is it like, is it a spot that we need to go in at? Cause, like, if you're being attacked, then we don't want to, like, I say we get within where we can actually see and assess that is a there. Good question. But we don't know That's where the attack's coming That's from. It might be the other side of the city. We can just slip through the gate and get join the wall defense. It might be where we're fighting our way through to the gate. And in that case, say your prayers, boys. Get right with whatever God you worship.
What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex Smith. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of Not Another Not One. Uh, We've been posting episode one and two on a a weekly schedule, but we'll be transitioning to a bi-weekly schedule uh, from episode three here on out. Episode three is going to drop Wednesday, June 8th. So go ahead and throw that into your calendar. If you've enjoyed what you've heard thus far, leave us a like and a review in your podcatcher of choice. And tell a friend. Word of mouth is how we grow. So if you like what we do, be sure to share Nano with somebody. It'll help us grow. Uh, We are on social media, like everybody else in the 21st century. The easiest way to find all of our social medias, our TikTok, our Discord, which I'll come back to in just a second, is to find us using our link tree. That's linktree slash not another not one without an exclamation point. Again, that's linktr.ee slash not another not one. Like I said, using that link, you'll find all of our socials, our Twitter, our Instagram, our TikTok. You'll find the SoundCloud with the official uh, soundtrack written by me on there. But that Discord, my friends, that Discord is where you want to be. Our Discord is a bustling community of tabletop enthusiasts, artists, musicians, all-around funny people who also like Nano. So if you like Nano and you like tabletop games and you like music and you like art and you like funny memes, go ahead and find our Discord link on that link tree. But if that hasn't convinced you enough to join this awesome Discord community, friends, if you join our Discord by episode three, so that would be by June 8th, your name will go into, metaphorically and literally, a hat to be drawn to win a free Nano hat. Again, if you join that Discord by the time that we drop episode three on June 8th, you will be entered into Uh, entered for a chance to win a free nano hat. You would be one of the first people on the planet to have any Not Another Not One merch. So go ahead and join that Discord. Got a couple of special thanks for this episode. First and foremost, our logo has been designed by the wonderful Chase E. Zell. Uh, I write a good bit of the music on Not Another Not One but I don't write all of it. Uh, I've taken a couple of uh, different songs and ambient music tracks from a couple of different locations, and you can find all of those in the episode description. But I did want to take a second to kind of shout out Tabletop Audio. Tabletop Audio specifically has three songs, or I use three songs from Tabletop Audio in this episode, specifically The Bog Standard, Rise of the Ancients, and Witch Mountain. If you're unfamiliar with what Tabletop Audio is, it is a virtual soundboard that Dungeon Masters can use at their tables. It has been an integral part of my D&D experience the past couple of years. And it's wonderful that I'm able to bring what I have loved for the past couple of years into the podcast itself. So if you're not using tabletop audio on your game nights, guys, you absolutely should. That about wraps it up for episode two. Stick around for a little blooper right at the end. I'll try to throw those in as often as I can. And as always... Have a good one, guys. Uh, Your characters find themselves in...